Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, um, Limerick County Independent TD Richard O'Donoghue is with me in the studio and you're going to talk to us in a moment about a new party uh, that you and Michael Collins, who is a Cork TD, are involved in setting up a new Independent Ireland party. But just very quickly, first of all, did you notice anything weather-wise with Storm Debbie this morning? No, it was very calm outside in Granite anyway and so um, it it was... There was no damage or anything. It was it wasn't really that hard out there. Up the country I didn't believe God was after been hit very, very hard. Um I do believe the weather forecast we should if we haven't got the equipment to do it, it should be more centralized because an awful lot of um people were were put out today because of the red warnings. We have to go on the side of safety. And if we look at from what happened in Cork the last time they went on a, a yellow warning and they got washed out. But I do believe the equipment is out there. It's in other countries that can actually localise where it is going to be. Um, so I believe our weather needs to be invested in more to make sure that we get the proper areas to make sure that we have the, that it doesn't cause. We have people that are working this morning. We have people that, uh, schools that are actually off today and things like that. So for, for those, we need to probably get it better. Okay. And on something else we were talking about in this video that a lot of listeners will have seen of what appears to be, and we believe it was yesterday morning, um, uh, sulkies, um, horses, and then a lot of vehicles across the road at the Croom bypass and traffic coming against it would have had to push in against the verge. And uh, we spoke to Minister Niall Collins about this and the Gardaí had said to us at that point, we checked with them that they hadn't received any reports. He said he was going to pass it on to the Gardaí himself. What do you know about it? Yeah, we passed it on to the Gardaí yesterday. Um, this has not only happened once, but it actually happened twice yesterday. Um, we were told it happened in the morning time and again around half past three. Now, sulky racing is a sport in other countries. The only way we're going to get sulky racing off the roads if we have a racing track. That means then that we can actually... And there was one of them being built actually over on Balneti one time. They started it and they went for uh, planning permission and they never got planning permission for it. If you have a place for sulky racing, there's no excuse that why they should be on the roads. If there's a centre there for them, get them off the roads. The old laws say that you can have a horse and cart on the road, but the law states you cannot race. These people are racing. They're putting people's lives at risk. But if we want this sport to be here as a sport, and we have a lot of people that are actually in the sport, if they want it to get off the roads, give them a racing track. Get it regulated. Not only is the regulation going to be good, for, it'll be good for the animals. It have it regulated. But give them a track. Encourage it as a sport and get them off the road. Because the policing cannot police this because they can happen overnight and they're, they're set up. Our policing is already on its knees trying to get recruits. So what's the easiest answer to this is build a track, get them off the road. Okay, it's a debate that will continue and certainly it's come up before on the show as well. We're talking to Deputy Richard O'Donoghue. Uh, so this Independent Ireland party, I heard you on in the county on uh, Saturday morning. You were interviewed by my colleague Sarah Coleman. Um, and you said this new party would not have a whip system. What did you mean by that? So from the point of view of a whip system is I'm, I was elected by the people of County Limerick to represent them. 
So yes, you have to lock into a budget. Yes, you have to lock into certain criteria if you're in, in, in a, in a programme for government. But when it comes to personal issues and uh, cultural issues within your county that you are there to elect it to represent, that you should have a free vote. So within the party, there will be a free vote system. So you, you sign up to the principles of what we have. Now, Joe, you and I will agree probably on 90% of the things, and that's 10% we'll never agree on. But on that 10%, you have to have a free vote for your vote with your conscience. But what if the 10% that I hold fast on and the 10% that you hold fast on and the 10% that one of your other colleagues holds fast on are all different? Is it not a recipe for problems? No, it's not. If you're here, we have TDs that have gone to Dublin and have been uh, elected by people that ask them to represent them. And they've had to vote against the principles themselves because they were put under a whip. That is not what a democracy is. We can lock in for the running of this country to a budget. We can lock in onto other things that need to happen from a budget for running this country. But when it comes to your culture, when it comes to your farming, when it comes to businesses, when it comes for infrastructure, you have to have a free vote on this. But what I'm trying to understand is that you say you have to lock in and lock in presumably means what it says. I mean, if, if you and this new party has a certain number of seats, I think, again, you said on, in the county that you'd be more than willing to talk to anybody mm-hmm. in that context after the general election and the people will uh, make their decision and they're sovereign. But if you lock in, then inevitably you will end up with sticky issues within the space that you've locked into which not all of you are going to agree on. So are they going to vote in favour of those or not? Or or will a government be able to depend upon the independent Ireland party? Well, 100% they can depend on us on the issues of running this country. But what's the the difference, I suppose, is what I'm trying to get at. So if you look look at uh, if something comes up from a policy change within government and they want us to vote on something uh, for a policy change, if it affects my county and I don't agree with it, I'm not voting for it. So if there's a, a regulation to come in against farming, and I know it's the wrong one, even though it's been put in, and I'll vote with the conscience knowing that there is a, a different way of doing things and that we then negotiate it but, and we find a solution. Could you be a reliable coalition partner, the Independent Ireland Party, in that situation? Because inevitably, uh, Richard, as you well know on the opposition yes. benches, you are well able to point out the things that you disagree with. 100%. Um, but from the perspective of being in government, it is about choosing and it is about supporting things that you don't always agree with. You might have to support things that you don't always agree with, but then you've got to go with the majority rule within within your grouping. But you still have your own uh, views and you have to stand by the views that, of your electorate. If it means that it doesn't work out, you still stand for your own principles and your views. If you've lost that, what's the point of being elected as a TD in the first place? Right. Uh, will you be um, the Independent Ireland Party putting up candidates in the local council elections, including here in Limerick. Yes, well, we're talking to all the councillors that are here at the moment, and we're talking to countrywide, we actually talked, we've actually a lot of meetings held around the country already in the last... Would you say all the councillors, who who do you mean? We've spoken to all the councillors, we've notified all the councillors in the Limerick area. Of Uh, all parties? No, just on the independents that are there at the moment. Now, what, what Independent Ireland is... For us to have a structure, we had to have a party. And we explained this at our last meeting. We actually had a meeting in the Woodlands there about two months ago. And we explained to candidates that came from around the country to meet us. People that are independents at the moment, that want to stay independent themselves, we will support them in outside the structure. We'll support groupings of independents outside the structure. But anyone that wants to run as an independent Ireland have to be a member of the party. 
Well, we're going to support all independents, no matter what decision they make. But the only difference is with new candidates running forward. So we have a lot of, of very experienced councillors in the Limerick area who are known to the people in their communities. But for new candidates coming up around the country that want to run, people, if you're running as an independent here, you're down as a non-party. But if you're running as an independent Ireland candidate, independent Ireland will be on your badge and people will know that you're associated to independent Ireland. But you're not a member. But you're not a member. But you still have... If you look at, at the moment, you have independent councils at the moment have a grouping within the Limerick City so, County Richard, Council. Richard, are you not looking to have this both ways? You, you want to maintain your independent brand. Yes. But you still want to be kind of a part of a party. No, I'm keeping an independent... Independent Ireland is independent Ireland, which you have to have as a structure for a party if you do want to have a programme for government. Independents that are there at the moment, that are elected at the moment, if they don't want to join the party, I'm still going to support them. They're independent. I will support all the independents that are elected at the moment. Right. They don't want to join the party. 100%. So, so will Independent Ireland, for example, run a defined candidate for the directly elected mayor of Limerick? We're hoping to, yes. We're in, this, we're in talks at the moment to have somebody run for it, yes. It won't be you? No, it won't be me. But somebody will. We're having a candidate looking at the moment. We're out there. We're looking for candidates. We're also hoping to have candidates to run for Europe. We're also going to have a lot of candidates run for TDs in the cities and counties. And that's why Independent Ireland is so important. It's urban and rural. Where will you take your votes from? Will it be Fianna Fáil or Fine Gael or Labour or Sinn Féin? A lot of people at the moment are, I suppose, upset with Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael. Um, we will hopefully take votes from there. But also people want an alternative to Sinn Féin. And at the last election, a lot of people actually voted for Mary Lou. They didn't actually vote for Sinn Féin. They voted for Mary Lou and they were going in looking for Mary Lou. They were look, and then they looked at the brand. They didn't know the candidates that they voted for in Sinn Féin. That's why Independent Ireland is so important that you have a badge. The people around the country will know in every county around this country will know that any candidate running for Independent Ireland has a logo. And to be clear, logo apart now, so there's an election and there are a number of TDs under the banner. You will come together in a room in Dublin as the Independent Ireland Party and say, right, who are we going to talk to about potential coalition? That will happen. Yes, 100%. Um, And would you describe yourself on the political spectrum um, as to the left or to the right or where are you? I'm a person that represents all of Ireland. No, I know you, but I'm talking about Independent Ireland. Independent Ireland at the moment is Michael Collins and myself. And myself and Michael Collins are people. We're, we're from a county. He's from County Cork. I'm from County Limerick. And I represent the views of County Limerick. Any of the candidates that we're talking to at the moment, and again, the, the TDs that we're talking to at the moment, that are sitting TDs at the moment, are based on the same principles as ourselves. And what about the rural independents? Are you no longer connected to them? Oh, I am, of course. You see... The, Independent Ireland does not come into play until you actually run for your first election. So it actually doesn't come into play until you're actually elected as a member of Independent Ireland. So from right. the next election forward, we'll be running candidates for Independent Ireland. Right. Okay. And, and for the upcoming elections, there's a number of them to happen, as you say, yes. over the, uh, the next 18 uh, months yes. um, uh, or so. Um, and but your parties, I mean, it's, it's difficult. You know, it's hard work. Like, are there TDs you're talking to who you think might come into independent Ireland in the next few weeks. Yes, we don't want to name any TDs at the moment. We have spoken to a lot of TDs. We have spoken to a lot of TDs that are on the same principles as ourselves. Very experienced TDs that know their business. Any within parties? No. So you don't see anyone coming from one of the two of the other parties into the... I I don't see it. I wouldn't rule it out. 
Um, we have spoken to people even from the Farm Alliance that have actually spoken to us. And, and actually, I've got messages from Farm Alliance. We want to represent, we want people from the farming sector. Well, I want people from the business sector, hospitality sector, the health sector. We want to put a team together that want to make sure that there is a proper... Okay, let me give an example then. Okay. So those people who have considered running on single issues, um, you know, the emergency department at University Hospital Limerick, could they come in under Independent Ireland? Would you welcome them? People that have, but they have to sign up to the basic principles that, that we would have. Um, and are they written down somewhere? We have a basic principle pack done, but we cannot put it out until the statutory time comes up. We have 21 days to wait. From the time that the party is done, you have a statutory 21 days, and we cannot release anything on that until the 21 days is up, and we're only a week so, so when the registration is complete? Yes, when the registration is complete, we can then put out that information. Okay. But the biggest one that we have on that is uh, common sense. Right, how, how many seats are you going to win the general election around the country? I would love to see that we would have a minimum of 10. You have to set a goal, and I believe now is the time. Um, and 10 seats, depending on how it breaks, you know, could hold the balance of power. You know, we, at the moment we're speaking to sitting councillors and councillors that want to run the moment. We have 60 at the moment that we were looking at at the moment that want to run, which is huge. People see that they want for change. People want to see that they can speak within certain sectors Yes, they've got the lock-in, but they can speak for the, the community that they represent, and that's what this party will be all about. Well, we'll be talking to you lots about it. Uh, that's uh, Deputy Richard O'Donoghue, County Limerick TD, and he is the new General Secretary of the Independent Ireland Party, and we'll see how it develops. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.